You're listening to The Pillow Chat with Brianna Evans. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. I really don't care. I just thought I should address what day it is. So instead of making game day food or going to any any parties, I'm going to be recording this podcast. But before I get started, I'd like to give a special shout out to Nichelle. She called me out asking where my light, my latest episode was. So I'll have to thank her for holding me accountable. But anyways, I'll be talking about some life updates of mine, the blender of Tarte Cosmetics, my 600 pound life, and much more. So let's get on with the pillow chat. So I know in my late in my intro episode that I said I'd be having another podcast up in the next week. Well, that didn't exactly happen. Life and a busy week at work got in the way, but I'll get my life together soon. I promise. But in that week of me not recording a podcast, I got great news at work. I did my taxes and checked one of my New Year's resolutions slash goals off my list. One of my resolutions slash goals of 2018 was to learn how to swim. And as of last Thursday, I completed my goal. And now I can say that I know how to swim after 25 years. I hadn't been in a pool since I was in sixth or seventh grade. And honestly, I didn't really care to go to the pool ever. But it wasn't until I started to get older that I realized that I really wanted to know. So I would see people go on their spring breaks to like the Caribbean and go on cruises and whatnot. And I started to get jealous that I didn't know how to swim and I couldn't partake in those activities activities and festivities so I asked for some lessons for Christmas and one month later I can say I finally know how to swim yay um, but now on to the topics I was supposed to talk about last week if you're into makeup or watch some popular beauty youtubers like Patricia Bright or Alyssa Ashley or Jackie Ina you've probably heard about the big Tarte cosmetics debacle so Tarte has a super popular concealer called Shape Tape, which apparently covers everything in the kitchen sink. It has like 14 different shades that cater to a lot of different skin tones and undertones. So when Tarte announced they were going to make a foundation, the crowd went wild. The product was revealed and it was the biggest disappointment of life. Out of 15 shades, only three were made for women of color. Womp womp. 12 shades of milk and three brown shades. Surprised? Not at all. But what made it worse was Tarte's statement about why there weren't any darker shades. I'm paraphrasing this, but essentially they said, we release shades based on the season. So in the summertime, we'll we'll release darker shades since people get dark in the summer. Um, excuse me. I don't know about you, but your girl is black all year round. I don't turn the color of oatmeal when the winter falls. I'm caramel in the winter and I'm caramel in the summer. Unlike my melanin challenge friends whose skin color changes like toast in a toaster, Oh, Tarte, I will probably never purchase anything from your brand, and after this disappointing act, I probably never will. Oh, well. But on to the topic of things I never hoped to happen is being 600 pounds. My 600-pound life and Family by the Ton both come on TLC on Wednesdays from 8, 10, and 10 to 11. So those, those two shows have quickly become my obsession when I took off the first week of January to burn up some vacation days, I was stuck to the TV for like five hours watching my 600 pound life. I have no idea why, but I cannot get my eyes off the TV when either one of those shows is on. I'm sure you can figure out what my 600 pound life is about, but Family by the Ton is a show about a black family who collectively weighs over a ton. I started a live tweet along with the shows about two weeks ago, and I am so happy that I did. Those people are so funny on Twitter that I spent three solid hours tweeting along and laughing about people's tweets. I ended up getting retweeted by a local news reporter who by far is my favorite person to live tweet with. He was talking all kinds of crazy and I can't wait to live tweet with him again in the coming weeks while the show was on. But anyways, back to the show. 
I just do not understand how people let themselves go like that. It's like a bad accident you can't look away from. I get way too much enjoyment watching them. And two weeks ago, that episode had me weak. This lady pulled out a pair of tongs to do, you know what, to wipe her butt. It was disturbing, but it answered a question I had had for a long time about how they were able to wipe their butts. Then she went through the McDonald's drive-thru with her scooter. Bruh, I was done. But failing by the ton, though, there is this lady who has not been outside in three years. Her name is Shitaka. She is the cleanest bed-bound lady I've ever seen. Her hair is on point. Her makeup's done. Her toes are painted. Even though she's in a permanent split, look it up or watch TLC at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays to see what I'm talking about. And boy, can she cook up a mean meal on the hot plate in the bed. And if you think I'm kidding, once again, Google it and you will see her a hot plate cooking up her food. Showed it was in that bed cooking ground beef, making some sort of taco bowl or whatever. Then there's Drew. Drew gets around despite being over 700 pounds or he is over 700 pounds. I really can't remember off the top of my head. But he went to the doctor's office, the one that specializes in morbidly obese patients. And when he got on the scale, y'all, it said stop. I could not believe my eyes. How is this doctor going to be a, a doctor that specializes in obese individuals and their scale doesn't go up over 550 pounds? It was ridiculous how they did that man like that. And on top of that, it was a tiny ass scale. Like it was like normal people size scale. And the thing, he almost fell out trying to get on the, on the scale. It was so sad. But this last week, he, um, or this week, he's going to undergo gastric bypass surgery. So we will see how his journey goes. And Shataka finally got out the room and left her house for the first time in three years in this last week's episode. So this week, we'll see if she can make it to the doctor's office. And then we'll see Drew's weight loss surgery and how everything goes for him with that. So speaking of journeys... Until I get a little following under my belt, I'm going to answer questions that nobody asked me to answer. So I was searching on a good old Google schmoogle looking for the perfect answer, question to answer, <laughs> excuse me. Then I found this one. How do I get over my boyfriend going to a strip club? And then the rest of the question was a waste of time. She was talking about how she was mad her boyfriend was asked to go to a strip club for his friend's bachelor party and how she almost burst into tears talking about it. And then she said that if it was her fiance that went to that strip club for his bachelor party, that she wouldn't walk down the aisle. Let's have a moment of silence for this lady. If this chick had wrote this whack question to me, I would tell her this. If your man wants to go to the strip club with his friends for a bachelor party, who cares? The only reason to be concerned is if he's going all the time or he already has a shady history. That's it. Other than that, who cares? It's a bachelor party. Things are supposed to be fun, in my opinion. And shoot, sorry mom and dad, I've been to a strip club before, a gentleman's club, with my boyfriend, his friend, and some other people. It was fun, the The strippers were really nice, and they had an all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet that was banging. I had an omelet, I had some French toast, I had some pancakes, I had some sausage. It was delicious. And I know of a girl who went to something called tits and grits at a local strip club over here where I am with her dad it was weird okay I, I acknowledge that but the moral of the story is, is that strip clubs aren't as a bad place and aren't as bad as this lady's making it out to be so let your man do what he wants and if you're going to be heartbroken about it if he goes I hope he I hope he leaves her high and dry for being a stick in the mud so that concludes my first official podcast 
stay tuned for my next one. I don't know what I'll be talking about yet, but thank you for tuning in.